right, the Vivian. Let's kick things off by cutting off your head. Don't you hate it when you get things stuck to your shoe? Perfect, got it. So you're gonna look right into the camera and say your line. You're only supposed to blow me bloody hair off. You get Michael Caine? Yes, yes. <laughs> you liar. Can we hear it as if Maggie Smith says it? You're only supposed to blow the bloody hair off. Cardi B? You're only supposed to blow the bloody hair off. Oh, trademark. Anybody else you'd like to try? Maybe Kim Woodburn. Kim Woodburn? Yeah, she is a cleaner off the telly. She became very famous in Big Brother. She was Oh, she's there. with the ponytail. Yeah, the yeah. The blonde with the ponytail, yes. She's yeah. hilarious. Oh, lovey. You're only supposed to blow the bloody hair off. Don't you start with me, because I won't take it. Stop! <laughs> well, that the Vivian gives good head. <laughs> How is her head? <laughs> um, quite good, quite good. <laughs> oh, I thought it was Okay. Oh, <laughs> it was just Okay. <laughs> Don't oh. you start with me because I won't take it. Stop. <laughs> oh, you know, I I just think this is the perfect way to be kicking off our Drag Race UK recap. It's it's really a, a wonderful uh, foreshadowing and warning to Marys that you are in for so many terrible, terrible accents. Oh, sure. Terrible. Yeah, I mean, from I, both of I, us. I, both of from us. both of us. Yes, yes, yes. I told myself, uh, you know, I was going to do my best to not do the accents, but, you know, it will be inevitable. And we know that they're terrible. It's like RuPaul and Michelle just doing that terrible one-off on each other on the runway. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here claiming to be classically trained. I don't have a dialect coach. You know? Oh, sure. Oh, so you're not like Hollow Eve? No, I'm not conservatory trained, but I do have spiders all over my tits. <laughs> I'm an actress, I am. Yeah, and I'm going to love my leg. <laughs> oh, Dracula! I love Dracula. I love okay, that so it's yes. spilling over here, yeah. <laughs> so this, uh, this cup of the week, this is obviously uh, The Vivian, which... You know, I just can't wait till people are like, hey, the Vivian. Hey, the Vivian. Hey, the Vivian. Hey, the Viv. over here for a second? (laughs) Hey, the Viv. Hey, the Viv. Oh, I'm staying at the Vivian. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'd really shop at the Vivian. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, please. Like, I'd really shop at the Vivian. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is in the mini challenge, obviously. And I, you know, I found this interesting because, well, first of all, it was kind of the Vivian shining. Uh, and she does this episode. I have a lot of thoughts on her runway looks. Um, and there is this sense that she's already, even, even, even before she won, there's this sense that she already is a a front runner, despite her, you know, uh, ambassador status. Like the show just kind of presents her as this front runner. Yeah, you know, and I I feel like with these kind of queens who come in with a reputation or they come in with some kind of, um, you know, leg up, so to speak, <laughs> it either goes one way or the other. Either it's just like ah, just kidding, go home. Or, um, you know, like, uh, what's her name on Drag Race Thailand? <laughs> oh, I'm thinking, like, Kelly Mantle. Oh, sure. I'm Stranger Fox, you know. Oh, I'm um, Stranger Fox, sure. But yeah. then, or or they come in and it's like a Chad Michaels or a Bianca, a Bianca Del Rio where it's just like, 
Okay, well, um, right. <laughs> God help we the go. rest of these queens. God yes, help the exactly. queens, you know. <laughs> yes, God help the queens. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, she's. It, you said she has a leg up. I'm kind of like she's already one head and shoulders above, right? Uh, oh, you know, no she, flakes yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Uh, that that pesky dandruff on yeah, your shoulder. Yeah. Um, on she, your bitchy shoulders. Yeah, she was giving me herbal essences of a winner. <laughs> <laughs> totally right. Yeah, she's a real um, Pantene pro. Yeah, yeah. She she's dialed in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Must have been dope, but it's ivory now. That was a very <laughs> suave performance. <laughs> I mean, I'm no professional. I'm no professional Dr. Brana or anything, but those are some clean vocals, if you ask me. Squeaky clean. Oh Um, yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. (laughs) What is it? Johnson and Johnson's tearless shampoo. Oh yeah. Um, um, no tears, baby shampoo. Yeah. Yeah. No tears. No tears. Drink that shit. I also want to know how they like confirm that. Were they like bring the yeah, baby they, over, <laughs> bring Ashley I over? I always, Colin. I always thought about that. Yeah. I always. I'm like, how do they know? How do it's they know? Tearless? How do they know? And especially for babies, because my like fully formed babies. adult. Yeah, my my babies. <laughs> shampoo is for babies. Shampoo is for babies. babies. <laughs> no tear shampoo is for babies. Because I've got these, like, callous 30-something-year-old eyes. I can take a little Johnson in the eye. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. Oh, I don't oh know. honey. Oh, honey. <laughs> when it gets in your eye, oh. it burns. I mean, true it words. It burns. It does. But those flats. Um, oh, God. I uh, can't wait. We'll get to that. Uh, you know, we're, we're on such a tangent. Let's go back. Let's go back. Okay. So, you don't want to keep talking about no, no tears, baby shampoo. <laughs> and my beat-up eyeballs. <laughs> My so, <laughs> so these grapes <laughs> these um, grapes so, so so RuPaul uh has uh, just an interesting exchange with the Vivian and I, I know that you mentioned it there's also something kind of that I clocked is who RuPaul is in the UK oh he's he's just having such a he's having such a, a delightful time he's having a lovely time like I just think he's having or is taking the note to have a good time oh oh so you're seeing taking the note because i hear that too uh that there is this kind of like all right rue lighten up uh Mm -hmm. just kind of like last season of drag race but also i feel like the stakes are not that high for him does that make sense yeah i I think that's there's there is also kind of that sense right that it's reminiscent of season one of the original rupaul's drag race in that it's like yeah there's just this sense of not as many set expectations you know i think with season 12 and all stars everybody's like okay well what are you gonna do this season but right. i think even though we've seen all those seasons drag race uk is still it's still it's you know debut season and so he gets to kind of start fresh and like there is no expectation of what drag race uk is gonna be 
Right. And there's also, I feel like there's a new team working with him, whether that's the hair and makeup team, whether that's uh, just like the talent scouts or the production crew. I mean, I know Sarge is still a camera operator. I noticed in the credits. Oh, Um, my God. Just so you know, just so you know. But I do feel like there is something in Habits so even maybe RuPaul with just like the normal crew around and the, the same set and yada, 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 uh, there, there's habits that, that grow in and then you just kind of act into those habits. Whereas now everything's different. There's different people around. There's a different set. Uh, they're probably treated very differently in the UK as performers, as somebody you know filming something. So I wonder if that all plays into RuPaul kind of being on, I don't know, what seems like better behavior, um, <clears throat> or maybe not better behavior, but just kind of lighter, right? More yeah. airy. Well, and I think, you know, and I, I recognize that there's some generalizations, but what I'm kind of, what I pick up uh, is also the way that people are interacting, you know, in on the show, in the workroom. There's sort of this sort of British, you know, um, there's a British charm to the way that people mm. are interacting. And I think a lot of times for Americans, that's very seductive and hypnotic. And it's like, oh, my God, someone just called me lovely. you like, you know, nobody's ever called right. me lovely before. And so you kind of I, I remember when I lived in Australia feeling this as well. of Like you, you get into that rhythm and that like um, being called darling and doll and, and, and the, the sort of dry sense of humor and the self-deprecation, like all of the kind of quirks and nuances of British interactions uh, and humor, I think, for an American, it's just like it makes you want to say, "Oh, that's just oh, that's just gorgeous." You know, it makes you want to be that and and right. feel that because it's it's like drag. It's I don't know, is it cultural appropriation? I don't know. I think it's just like diving into the Thames and getting wet. You know, <clears throat> gross. Yeah. Um, I, you know, there there's this thing uh, in this clip where RuPaul, uh, you know, she says, uh, "Who is it, Kim?" Kim Woodburn. Kim Woodburn. She says it. She says it like she has no idea who that is. Mm-hmm. And then later, she's like, "Oh, the one with the the blonde bun." Yeah, they cut uh, out the PA who came up yeah. and whispered in her ear. So she's she was right. On, right. She's on Big Brother. She was big blonde bun. Um, right. Show her the right. show her the gif. Show her the gif. Jean Stapleton. Jean yeah. Sta- exactly. It was her Jean Stapleton moment. Oh, the one with the blonde. Yeah, with, <laughs> one with the bun. Yeah. Um, yeah. She does that a lot. Uh, not. That um, meaning forgetting, but also just appearing like she's on the same level, right? Uh, even when um, Gothy Kendall was messing up, right? She she had this really sweet reaction to Gothy Kendall not getting it right. Yeah, she, uh, <clears throat> there wasn't the shade button of each of the line readings being the same. RuPaul was kind of like openly amused by the fact that she was doing the same thing over and over. It wasn't an act one gun for Gothy going home. Right, right. And even Blue Hydrangea, she's like, oh, you sounded like Cher. Um, You know, there was just a different interaction that she had. I mean, granted, I will say this. On season 11, during the mini challenges, I was like, RuPaul, you're winning this Emmy. Because there Mm -hmm. was, there was, she was funny. Like, I I think of the, uh, when they have to get in through the door, that whole moment, right? Yeah, uh-huh. That yeah. was all RuPaul improv. I just love that. And so here we have a chance to see her bantering with these queens. And, you know, it's it, there's just this expert level that she can do it at. Yeah, it is really reminiscent of season one. I mean, just seeing her standing there holding that camera, I was like, there's no film in that. 
But I love that you're doing that, that pose that you learned. This is how photographers hold cameras. Right. And, <laughs> you know, you did this in season six with that top four challenge. You know, this is your photographer bit. And, yeah. uh, but it also reminds me of like season one with like the Viva Glam challenge when she's like coaching from the sidelines and she's telling Nina mm. Flowers, use the boys, they're men. <laughs> she's a daisy. <laughs> exactly. Well, I will say this. I also like this clip of the week because we do see how charmed Rue is by the Vivian. I mean, the, she – I feel like Rue was actually laughing at at all of these impressions. Like when, when she did Cardi B or Kerr, trademark, uh, like the, the joke was there and RuPaul got it. Right? I mean, I think that's his like – you know, that's what's going to make him fucking laugh is like <laughs> that shit is those – and I feel like, you know, it makes me think of kind of watching this season. And I'll say up front, you know, now we've already gotten so many offers from Mary's who are like, if you need any translation, if you don't need to know these references, let me know, which is very sweet because, yeah, Mary. I, yes. As much the as answer I, is yes. <laughs> I, know a, I know a handful of them. I know what Coronation Street is. Like I'm, but I don't – I've never seen it. You know what I mean? I don't – Right, right, you know, right, right. Um, But I feel like what it – what RuPaul is kind of reacting to, and I know what I kind of reacted to, is even when I didn't get the reference, the delivery is so good. You know, like oh sure, I love, sure. and this feels like a very sort of British thing is like saying, I mean, to use an American reference is like I, you know, I'm standing there looking like Paula Poundstone. You know what I mean? It's like that you name <laughs> some like obscure reference and you use the first name and the last name, and like there's a there's a, an alliteration or a rhythm to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of that. Like there's a lot of um, that kind of referential humor that I think RuPaul really gets off on as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it certainly is very British. This first episode, not only was it, you know, queen royal themed, uh, which seems very fitting, but uh, yeah, there were just tons of little nuanced references that I know I missed half of. Mm-hmm. The, the one that I am uh, actually kind of like, oh, I know that reference um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, Cheryl Hole. I know about Cheryl Cole. Okay, so I was like, oh, yeah. Because right. where have all the cowboys gone? <laughs> no, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> She's Canadian. <laughs> Pulled up in the Chevy. <laughs> stop it! Stop it! Oh my God, I'm cringing. Thinking I about know. You. <laughs> oh my God, that would be your lip sync song, and I would uh-huh. just die. Oh. I would just die. And I would just wear this like little gingham dress, and I'd have pigtails, and I would, and when she sings "Where Have All the Cowboys Gone," I would grab the pigtails and spin. <laughs> Where have all? And I'm just spinning. Uh, no, I want you to have like a pretend. I want you to have a pretend magnifying glass. Oh, and that's, be looking for it. Well, I'm gonna do the whole song, so eventually, and it's a oh, right. storytelling Every verse, song. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, no, but the other reference I got. Uh, which, you know, we can jump into the episode after this, but um, Bag of Chips mm. comes in looking like a character off EastEnders, mm-hmm. uh, Pat Pat Butcher. Um, uh, I, I don't know if you've – do you know that cast? Do you know that refer- EastEnders? Do you I know anything I've about heard EastEnders? of the show EastEnders. I know that it's oh, like Mary. a long-running show, but, yeah. you know, I'm just – I'm picturing a lot of, like – you know, someone down at the chip shop having a bit of a drama. I'm picturing some like 
floral wallpaper. I'm picturing right. like a gorgeous Sunday roast. I don't know. <laughs> right. I mean, I literally, I dated a British guy for three weeks and I'm like, oh, I know all the references. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Yeah. Peas and carrots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know. I uh, I know. As soon as like when I, yeah, when I lived in Australia, I feel like I picked up because it's like, you know, it's sort of, there's a similarity. It's kind of like, uh, you know. Australians are just kind of like, uh, I don't know. It's like when you get fries and then you get like disco fries, you know, it's like, oh, there's something reminiscent of England, but there's all this other stuff. That's fun. Mm. Um, yeah. But I, I mean, see the I, base, you know, I, I would turn uh, if I lived in London, I know I would like turn into Michelle Visage and mm-hmm. I would like take on the accent or just even the the tempo or yeah. just, you know, the, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, the stress. I, yeah, I, I did all of that. I was, you know. The different ways of saying things, like um, using the word "is that quite. your nose?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's quite. Oh, isn't that quite interesting? Things like that, and and I oh. feel like my concern is that it sounds ridiculous. Oh, I know, I know. It, it, I mean, we know you're doing it. You know. Yeah, I know what um, you're doing. <laughs> I see you. Uh, yeah, and and you know what? And again, I'm not innocent i would do it i Mm -hmm. get it i get it i'm one of those mimickers but anyway uh let's let's jump into this drag race uk episode and tell our marys what they are listening to well they are of course listening to another episode of all right mary all right mary all right mary all right mary (laughs) which is our show (laughs) i won't i won't i promise i won't They've all stopped. They've all hit pause. <laughs> They're like, fuck it. Dedicated to all things drag rice. The world of drag rice. And the paradigm that RuPaul has created. <laughs> With this big, big little TV show. Big, 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 TV show. I um, am canceled. All right, that's quite enough of <laughs> yeah. that. Yes, canceled. Yeah. Canceled. canceled. One season. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Too much pepper. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, for folks that don't know, I'm Johnny. And I'm really sorry. Uh, and uh, and I'm Colin. I'm going to go get teabagged by Alan Carr in a dressing room. Oh, God. What a nightmare. Oh, my God. <laughs> But when he said that, I was like, I, Juliet Lewis, I love this show. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, uh, hashtag Michelle, too. You know, yeah. I was just like. Yeah, oh, God, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, I, but then I thought, you know, like, Michelle, I feel like if your friend, like, she would love that shit, you know? Like, oh, no, that, of course. Yeah. I didn't, I did yeah, that was, a, that was just a little quip. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Would not happen, you know, to ask somebody into your dressing room. But because it's a gay show, because it's a drag queen show, it's like, okay, great. Right, right. And like. So that's also the fun. Yes. Right? Yeah. And I mean, uh, let this episode go no further without mentioning the name Andrew Garfield. Oh, Only oh God. my preeminent impression. Right. Preeminent. I will say there is something. I, there's, I, I, I never noticed. Andrew Garfield in a sexual way before Mm. and then after this episode because he is like so down and so good with it and like really sweet you know it's that like straight male privilege of like oh if you're accepting of gays 
you're hotter. Right, right, right. Um, I'm an ally. <laughs> you're all angels to me, and I see you. I see an angel. There, I had to just get it. <laughs> I saw an angel. <laughs> I did not. I just, <laughs> just want to lay back. I just want to lay back. Do all the work. He said it twice. I was just like, ugh. At least like put your thumb on the base of your dick and do something. You know what I mean? Oh my god! At least oh my position god. it, Andrew. <laughs> I saw an angle. You know, like <laughs> help me, help me, help you. Uh, I did not realize he was both British and straight. Oh, oh! I definitely knew he was straight, uh, and definitely knew he was British. Yeah, all of that. I yeah. knew all of that. I, yeah. So is he? Yeah. What's his? He puts the S, the sex in Essex. That's yeah, he. Yeah. Was. <laughs> Wasn't his mother from Essex? Yes. <laughs> yes. My mother's from from Essex. She let's. She takes the man out of Olivia Coleman. And I was like Andrew. <laughs> This is more insufferable than the most recent production of Angels in America. <laughs> All right. Uh, so anyway, yes, uh, that's that, we have lots to look forward to on this episode. I don't know if we need to necessarily go too linear. So I'm okay with you know going back and forth uh, and and jumping around. But yeah. I do this kind of this episode to me, and like most first episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race is very much a meet the queens, but on the terms of the reality show. Because we have to remember, Marys, we are watching them edit these queens for stories. So we have to look for the little nuances, the little moments that are coming out that will make a queen go far or maybe tell us, okay, this queen's not going to be around for much longer. Yeah, it's... um it's kind of fun, I think, to your point earlier about, you know, there's routine in how the show is produced. And if there's new people, new space, new energy, whatever, it's like what changes. And I think here it's like what changes in terms of those act one guns or what changes in terms of like what predictions we make based on what evidence, you know, and we see like, oh, somebody's telling their story, you know, like on Dragula, for example, at this point in season three, if you're telling your story, you're not going home that week, you know? <clears throat> Right, you're gonna right. do well, or you're gonna win. And right, they're not they're not gonna do that to you because we also saw what happened with uh, Charlie Hyde's uh, Blair St. Clair. Yeah, like, it looks bad. Yeah, actually, it, the optics of that actually looks bad for the show. Yeah, and I I just I don't know I I wonder, you know, if we were to now having obviously seen we know what happens this episode, it's like looking back. Do you feel like? there were actually any act one guns planted specifically about gothy kendall i think Vivi uh, vivian uh vinegar, vinegar yeah vivian strokes i think uh vinegar strokes it's a different plot line and we can talk about her but yeah it is a it, it's somewhat <coughs> different uh in the platform uh the, the plot plot sorry you coughed the plot line um uh, she coughed. She coughed. She coughed. Um, Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Newsflash. I'm a human being. <laughs> right, right. right. Newsflash. I'm human. Yeah. Um, uh, Vinegar Strokes, there is they, – they do show the connection between Vinegar and Michelle Visage. Mm -hmm. So, like, that idea of, like, no one is safe at a roast chickens, right, mm -hmm. um, just to prove a point. Uh, and then also Vinegar – uh, during the mini challenge, I think there was a little bit of like shady music kind of going around or just like she, it didn't come off as that funny. Yeah, um, she fell a little short, I think, in the episode short of uh, her kind of mommy interactions with Scaredy Cat. 
Right. I uh, otherwise Gothy Kendall, uh, the the moment where in the workroom when she was talking about um, how she's self conscious about her teeth, just having that little moment, I'm like, okay, they chose this one, uh, which isn't. I don't know. It just didn't. It it seemed like a stretch for yeah. that's the queen's moment, and so then I was like, maybe this queen's in trouble. Uh, and then the minute she hit the runway, I was like, okay, Gothi Kendall is going home today. Um, yeah. And, and, and that's no shade for, for Gothi. It just was very apparent that she was a deer in headlights on the runway. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that that's, you know, confidence. I feel like a lack of confidence is pretty much, um, if not an immediate death sentence on Drag Race, I think is kind of the thing that makes you circle the bowl. In right. at least in the judge's eyes, you know, it, it's like yeah. you can. You, if can you, we get tears out of you? No, you're going home. Yeah, yeah. right. And, and they weren't really getting anything out of her. But I think that, you know, Vinegar Strokes, for example, like she didn't really, you know, kill it this week, but she came out with a bunch of confidence. And ultimately, I think that's like that's what matters. Like, you know, interesting face paint doesn't make you a star. And so I kind mm. of feel like it's a good like rule of thumb you know that i think you see on project runway of like i'm just gonna own it this is my look this is what i came up with and i'm just gonna like lean into it and yeah i think that's, yeah you just have to defend it it's like i'm sorry nina I'm yeah sorry. exactly i'm sorry yeah. but you know i'm not gonna uh i'm not gonna try to mouse on by so you don't notice me right and i kind of love that you know she's a, a younger queen and gorgeous and they were like yeah you know not in the uk Right. It right. just didn't it didn't work in the UK. Um, I will say this about Gothi Kendall, and I, I I wish this is like one of the only times I wish podcast was a visual medium. But you know how Gothi Kendall had that thing where she went, Gothi Kendall, Gothi Kendall yes. and looked left and looked right. Mm-hmm. It to me I was like, Girl, are you at a bukake? Right. Like, like, <laughs> right. You're holding one in each hand. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay, you're, Gothi you're... Kendall, Gothi Kendall, Gothi Kendall. Switchboard blowjobs, yeah. Yeah. Right, switchboard blowjobs, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, I just love that. I love that she got that in as much as possible. Oh, uh, God, yeah. And I'm like, okay, work it out. You know, it's kind of like Ariel Versace with, mm, yes. Um, like, doing something that, anything, grasping at straws to be brandable, right? Yeah, just keep throwing shit at the wall and see what sticks and see what people yeah. glom onto. Right, exactly. So, you know, more power to her. For, for trying to, to brand herself in some way. Because I think I think she's got a great drag name. Yeah, I mean, I think that the... I think the lack of confidence, I think sort of the quiet energy, it, it's like... It, yeah, it feels like like a queen that, you know, it, it's a bun cake that hasn't quite rised. It's not quite done. It's still a little you know, doughy in the middle. So, you know what she needs? She needs uh, a drag sister named Gothy Kylie. Right, so then there's Gothy Kendall and Kylie. Oh, oh, you're thinking of Jenners. I think she's talking like Barbie dolls. I think she needs. Like, I know she is. Oh, I know she but is. But just, I'm going to Kendall. I see. I see. She needs a. She has, She needs a Gothy Kendall. Uh, Gothy Kendall kind of sounds like a real estate agent, though. Like <laughs> one what? who. Yeah. Her, well, like Gothy. Maybe she's got. Like maybe it's sort of like G O T H I, and it's it's. Um, I don't know. She's oh. like, oh hi, I'm Gothy Kendall. 
Um, maybe it's short oh, for like. That's I'm. That's str- yeah, a stretch. It's Mary. short for that's Agatha. Like a... It's short for Agatha, and she calls herself Gothy. Just call me Gothy. I've been trying to work out this Agatha. What am I gonna? What am I? What am I gonna be with as an Agatha? So just call oh me Gothy. God. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm absolutely gutted. I'm gutted by Gothy Kendall. Um, mm. uh, are, you, are, you, are you just uh, gobsmacked? Are you gobshite about it? I'm gobshite. Uh, I, I had to look up what gobshite meant. I'm very happy that I know now. Um, but uh, gutted, uh, I, I had no idea what she was saying. And then I was like, okay, turn the subtitles on. I don't think even the subtitles helped. It wasn't until like the third time she said it. I think when she went home. Uh, that I knew, then then I was like, oh, she's saying gutted. Oh, oh, gutted. I love yeah, I love that expression. You know, of course, I have to, I have to pause because that and you know, I I hope there's one person out there getting this reference. But there's this great Golden Girls episode where Dorothy makes friends with this author who you know Barbara Thorndike, who's you know she she's the Thornbirds. She's yeah, yes yes, not to be confused with your mother's favorite book, but she's finally. Dorothy's intellectual elite, you know, with these boobs in the oh, house. Oh, sure, sure, right. And then they're all going to go to this country club one night, and Sophia invites um, Howard or whatever is, you know, Howard Gutman, and then Barbara pulls <laughs> Dorothy in the kitchen and says, we have a problem, and how, you know, he's got this, like, ugly blue jacket on, and she's like, my problem's not the jacket. She says, um, uh, Gutman, Gutman, he's Jewish, isn't he? The Mortimer Club doesn't allow Jews. And it's like the way she says, oh. Gutman, he's Jewish, isn't he? Sticks with me. I, I say it to myself at least once a day in the mirror. Um, as a half Jew. Yeah. As a half Jew, I say, <laughs> yeah. he's Jewish, isn't he? Well, I Colin mean. Colin Drucker. Colin, I mean, you know, it starts off a little Irish Catholic, but it gets there in the end. Um, <laughs> I've, I've heard that review before. But anyway, whenever I hear the word gutted, I just think of Gutman. He's wow! Jewish, isn't he? Yeah. Wow! Someone oh, out there knows I, what I'm talking about. You know what? I will say this: There's so many Golden Girls episodes that I've seen once because of my mother. Because my mother, you know, she would just watch the Golden Girls all the time, um, and it it wasn't something that I ever revisited. It 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 was something that happened to me on, or I was dating somebody, or something like that. Um, but I have never like rewatched all the seasons. But like that episode is. Something I recall, mm-hmm. but I can't, I, I, you know, I would not be able to, like, tell you about it. But yeah. I certainly understand that nuance. Uh, so gutted, you think of Gutman. Gutman. <laughs> Gutman. Um, <clears throat> anyway, on. So I want to talk about this lip sync. Uh, first of all, Dua Lipa, New Rules, that was one of our last chance lip syncs last season. It was. I, I believe it was our first. I believe it, it was our first of the season. Yeah, no, it was. I was like, oh, my God, something from the last chance lip sync uh, list. So, you know, I'm just saying I'm amazing. And yeah, uh, bye. Yeah. <laughs> I I hope I hope that we are just predicting the future or they have been listening, obviously. And they're like, oh, that's a great right. idea. Oh, that right. is a good song. Yes. Um, I always the thing with that song is I maybe we talked about this that episode is that I first heard that song on like a Sprint commercial and it was no. just like you know uh, no call now to upgrade your plan I've got new rules I've got new it was just like so I've got new rules I count them yeah and it's like <laughs> yeah call now for a free estimate one two it's just like okay okay <laughs> hold on this doesn't not syncing up like what does this song have to do with Sprint. Oh, I yeah. I mean, Sprint to go buy the song on iTunes, Mary. Um, 
that's what it has to do with Sprint. Um, I there it is. <laughs> I this song, this song is uh, is a great Last Chance Lip Sync song. I will say I was a little underwhelmed at both of the performances. Yeah. Um, just a little. I, it was certainly a landslide to Vinegar. Certainly. Well, thank God uh, she had that wig reveal. But I mean, oh my God! And the I did like the boob, uh, boobography. Sure, but I mean, it it was kind of like, oh, talk about like uh, foreshadowing Charlie Hyde's, like do something gothy, you know? Yeah. Like it was yeah. just well, there was just no engagement in her eyes, no. and that's when you that's when you know either a lack of confidence or someone that is like, or, yeah, completely in their head. Or someone that just hasn't done this very much, right? She has no engagement in her eyes. She needs to look in the mirror. And her movements all felt like she's never, like, moved like that before. It was yeah. just very unlived. Very she kept tentative. doing. Yeah. She kept doing the counting thing. <clears throat> and I just, I saw a young girl, like, mm-hmm. counting, right? That's kind of what I saw. I, yeah, I saw, like, a, like a teenager just lip-syncing in their bedroom. Like, just, you know... Not even trying to do it for the back row, just kind of like I'm getting ready for the day and I'm lip syncing. Like it was totally casual. Um, I'm going to go for the most obscure reference I can find. There used to be this video a gazillion years ago, probably like pre YouTube days, but it was this like some kind of talent show. And there was this little girl. I think the video, I think if you look it up, I think her name was Miracle Jackson. And there's this video of her dancing at this talent show. And it is similar and that that she's like chewing gum and like, just kind of like, and, and the song is like, you know, it's like, come on girl, like, you know, tear it up, miss thing. And she just, it's like, she's just waiting for the bus and just moving along with her Walkman. Wow. Okay. It's fabulous. I I mean, the I have I'll have to look that up. Ma- Magic Johnson, Miracle Jackson, <laughs> Miracle Jackson, and the song. Oh, the song! It's so good. Miracle Jackson. So uh, for me, like I thought of my honorary niece Lucy doing because she's obsessed with Drag Race, doing a lip sync, and it's she does these movements in such a way that you know she is trying to imitate. So this felt very imitative. Like she was like, oh, well, I should do this. And there was this thing where when I was watching Gothy, it was she hadn't yet seen herself do this yet. Does that make sense? Yeah. She's only seen someone else do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, she so she may have felt like she was kind of um, killing it. Yeah. Killing her like that. What she had in her head was what she'd seen someone else do, not what she does. Yeah, um, like you're not supposed to act out every word, right? Exactly. It's like it, it's not actual pantomime. It's not you know this isn't scattergories. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like right, um, right. I it's not the third round of you know celebrity. Like celebrity. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you mean charades? Charades. <laughs> well, celebrity salad bowl. You know the uh, yeah. I was just putting. I was just putting a little twist on it. You know charades. Ugh. You know. <laughs> Uh, but um, what I loved about Vinegar, and granted, Vinegar, uh, vinegar. granted, like, I, I hear your point, like, without the wig, wig reveal. But I will say, even without the wig reveal, it was still a landslide because she had this very commanding presence. There was clearly, like, this is something she could do. And I felt okay watching her. I wasn't nervous watching her. Whereas with Gothi Kendall, I was like, do you know the words? Or, like, did you... Did you think about doing this movement and then 
did it or is this coming in the moment? I was nervous watching Gothi. Yeah, or or had she kind of given up before the lip sync even started? Because there was a little right. bit of that too. Um, yeah, I hear that. Yeah. Um, I well, let's you know, let's back up. Mm-hmm. Beep beep. Beep, beep, uh, to, beep, beep. That's how to I, some like of a these British truck would back up. Beep, to, beep. <laughs> beep. Excuse me. Excuse, oh, excuse beep. me. Oh, oh, pardon, pardon me. me. Pardon me. Beep. Oh, 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 tell me sorry. Excuse me. Beep. <laughs> oh, tell me sorry. Beep. beep. <laughs> oh God, they're gonna kill us. I know. I know. Us. I know. We are gonna get. You know. Uh. Uh, all of our all of our UK listeners are going to Brexit from All Right Mary. Mexit <laughs> <laughs> um, or yeah. something. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like our Australian listeners. Uh, oh, McCain. Oh, McCain. Oh, McCain. You done it again. You done it again. So let's talk about let's talk about bag of chips. Uh, she was the first one in the workroom. I think Bag of Chips is getting an edit that she's going to, you know, at least at least stay for Snatch Game, right? Yeah, I'm getting like, a, oh, is this like a Madeline Hatter situation? You know, mm. like, will you always be great at the reality show? Pretty good at the competition? Will last long enough to get like, this is like a value bag of chips. Like, we're going to get a lot of chips. Oh, thank God. Because yeah. I hate it when you open the bag and it's like, there's a third of chips in uh, yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just, you know... Uh, Grease, it's just grease and dreams and salt <laughs> and, like, a couple of little, you know, survivors at the bottom. Yeah. Um, I want to say there is controversy surrounding Bag of Chips that I looked into. Um, there, People were saying, oh, Bag of Ch- Chips, she's conservative. Fuck her, yada, yada, yada. Oh. She's come out and she, she has defended her statements before. She's a lifelong labor supporter. She's not a Tory. Uh, she may have supported Theresa May in the last election because um, she's not a fan of Jeremy Corbyn um, or Corbyn. Um, but that was four years ago. And, you know, she's allowed to change her views. This is all a quote from Bag of Chips. I, you know what? Honestly, it's drag. And I'm kind of like, all right, l- let's just let her be a drag artist and, and see what happens. Uh, her political views seem like. Yeah, she stepped in some shit, but she learned from it. Does that make sense? Yeah, and, you know, I think I think just, you know, this is more of a just current state of today. I'm like, I cannot think about anyone's politics. I just, right. I can't. I'm sorry. Like, can we not talk about, can we, not that we don't talk about politics on Drag Race. Obviously, that's not true. But, like, I feel like all we do in this world right now is like, well, what are your politics? And then I'll decide if you're good enough. And I exactly, just, like, exactly. I want to be able to just hear somebody out for, you know, who they are as a person first, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just a fucking drag competition. Like, let's just see what she does. Like, it, it makes, this is like sort of related, but I was watching an episode of 30 rock the other night. And, <laughs> okay. um, and I think that Alec Baldwin, like as a, as a person is a little bit of like a, I think he's full of hot air. I think he's full of himself. I think he's kind of annoying, but you don't like, think he's a fucking pig. Oh yeah. So I mean like in the best way. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, There's something hot about Alec Baldwin, like fucking me from behind and calling me a fucking pig. Oh, I don't know. There's something very hot about that. Listen, I would, I would let that man sweat his Rogaine all over me. <laughs> Let me state for a fact, you know, um, but you, you know, but I, uh, 
you know, I, oh God, his sweaty chest hair. I'm yeah. just like, oh my God. I you know. I, I feel like I would be like caught in one of those nets that people get caught in, like a in a cartoon. You know what I mean? Like I feel like uh, uh, there's something about like something spider webby. I'd be like, you know, falling into a a pit of daddy long legs, which is just sounding better and better the more I talk. Um, oh my God. Okay, but keep going. but anyway, now that I've gotten lost in the thicket of. Uh, <laughs> Alan of, of, Alec, of, Alec Baldwin, of Alan Baldwin. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Baldwin. You're not. This isn't where. Who are you? Um, <laughs> I was watching this one episode and, and he had this like, he was really funny. This really funny line delivery. And I was like, why do I feel weird about laughing at this? Like, it's totally fine. I don't have to agree with the actor's politics to think, oh, but he's really funny on this show. But. You know, you know what I mean? Like I, I, yeah, it's such like a weird thing to worry about. Like, oh, am I being like a, am I being a bad person for finding this funny? You know, like, right, right. I'm home alone. I'm not doing nothing. Yeah. You're home alone. You're, ah, you're Kevin. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. You know, I'm running around. I'm putting aftershave on my face. Yeah. I'm, cheese pizza just for you. Just yeah. for me. I'm making macaroni and cheese and then not eating it. Yeah. Oh my God. Remember when he didn't eat it? That's, That's the terrible. scariest part of that movie. Ugh. <laughs> Kevin, wait! <laughs> wait, it's it it's right there. It's just came right out of the just, microwave. Oh, Kevin, <laughs> it's it's not too hot to eat now. You know, like this is the moment. Oh, God. Um. All right. So, bag of chips. We're gonna open her. We're gonna taste her. Yep. You know, it's gonna be great. Yeah. I, I actually, I do like her drag. Uh, I do find her funny in the workroom. I think that she's got the reality TV thing kind of down. It. it how she interacts with the other queens, I think that might be a little, you know, she might rub people the wrong way. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, I I really like her. I'm really enjoying her in the room. I love that moment when, uh, after a lot of the girls were in, and she, like, turned to Davina and was like, I feel like you and me are just dropping the kids off at school. Like, oh, you know, the, yes, the mom's yes. in the room. Uh, I mean, the, the mom drag that she did with, I think it was the Vivian, her... Uh, they were in front of the the mirror together, mm-hmm. uh, and and she I think bag of chips says something like, uh, "Oh, we're having an absolute scream." Yeah, I'm just like, "Oh, I love these two. It's this is great." And the fact that she's obsessed with the royals, mm-hmm. like just that, all of that little nuance of kind of how charming she is, and kind of I don't know. I don't mean this to be mean, but how kind of how basic that is yeah. to be obsessed with the royal family. It's like I know that the, on the episode they said like, "Oh, Americans would kill for a royal family." I'm like, oh, we kind of do. We have the Kardashians. The Kardashians to me is like our royal family. They have like zero anything but lots of influence, unfortunately. Yeah. And I just feel like it would be like someone being obsessed with the Kardashians is being obsessed with the royals. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it feels like kind of a – it feels like being obsessed with that feels like, oh, you – you believe the fantasy and you love the fantasy and that feels a little naive i guess and that you know i feel like that's kind of what um crystal was kind of pointing out is that you know it's all kind of bullshit and so yeah uh, right they're unelected yeah it's ridiculous yeah they have no power uh but i mean it is it, that little moment that little mini social justice corner about politics like it's it's just very like interesting to hear you know, British people talking about Americans, like we're just, you know, obviously we're just so American centric. We're so used to having the American perspective of other cultures that Mm. to see the flip, it was, I guess in some ways, you know, there's that sense of like, okay, good. I'm glad you're recognizing that like 
you know, th- th- that re- that relief that people recognize that like Donald Trump doesn't re- represent America, you know, right, um, right, right, that yes, the right. the general sentiment should be that we just want to get him the fuck out. Like that should be what yeah. people feel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so blue hydrangea from Belfast, uh, Northern Ireland. I can't cannot do an Irish accent. Like there's no way I'm even gonna try. I mean, all uh, I can do is Jim. There's something about Jim. Oh, yeah. That's not even but that's, Irish. But that's, that's Northern that's not Irish, Mary. That's, yeah. Well, that's as close as I can get is like Northern yeah. England. Jamie. Jim. Everybody's talking about Jamie. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, I. I will say I like. Uh, I like Blue's energy. I. I love her look. Uh, that she walked in. That can just kind of like blue violet hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she looked cute. Out of drag, she reminded me a bit of Blair St. Clair. I know we're not supposed to compare the queens, but I'm comparing the boys. Okay, Mary? Um, I hear you. Uh, I, I could see the but, similarity. But Blair St. Clair, right? So mm-hmm. that's kind of what I saw. And she was very charming. And again, I don't know. There's something about Irish Irish people and their their spirits and their uh, the accent, right? That I'm just like, oh, I... This female feels even warmer than British. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, let me into this twenty four seven Bennigans, you know? <laughs> exactly. Salancha, baby. Yeah, um, Salancha. Oh, right. there is one thing I can say with an uh, with an Irish accent. Oh, tiny, tiny potatoes. There we go. <laughs> That's terrible. It's great. Tiny, tiny potatoes. It's not great. It's. <laughs> Salty potatoes, Mary. Yeah. Okay. No, tiny, um, tiny potatoes. <laughs> tiny potatoes. Oh, Bridget and tiny I'm potatoes. I'm literally going to strangle you. I know. <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, someone that I, I'm going to look out for and that I'm kind of rooting for at this point. Uh, DDC, Davina DeCampo, 35 West Yorkshire. I... There's something about her drag where I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she actually, she sold me when she was like, you know, there's the old school drag, which is what you do. And then there's new school drag, which is how you look. The fact that she can just kind of understand that and see that and then come out in that panto drag trumpet tits moment. I was like, I, I'm here for all of this right now. Yeah, I I really liked her right off the bat. I just, yeah, there was sort of a... Giving me, you know, vague similar qualities of like Louisiana Purchase, you know, from oh, you know, okay. just like oh, oh, I like you right away. I mean, I guess maybe more in the drag because she was the one. Uh, because I, you've watched the three times I just watched it this morning, uh, but she was the one who had been on like a bunch of shows and they kind of did the right, fast forward. Right, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, so that that side of her was not Louisiana at all, but I liked her. I thought she was a lot of fun. I thought that she was. Um, I think that acting like that is funny if the if you're making fun of yourself as well, you know. Yes. Um, yes. I, I that think... I haven't seen yet, right? Uh, it, we're I'm waiting to see if she's a narrator or a commentator here. Yeah, but I I I feel like it was there. Like I feel like she she wasn't taking herself too seriously. She kind of I think they were editing her to seem kind of like you know the Willem. Of the room of like, you know, always talking about a resume, you know? Right, right. They were trying for that. I mean, she's 35. I mean, I just feel like she, she's going to have, 
she's going to have opinions, uh, and I think that's fine. She's not the oldest queen in the room. She's certainly not the youngest. Um, and I, I don't know. I'm, I'm charmed by her, and I loved her drag. I really did Same. Uh, on the runway. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I really liked her. I'm glad she's sticking around. I, you know, I always love a little bit of an older queen. So yeah, she's kind of bitchy. She has this like acid Betty Alaska quality to her out of mm-hmm. drag. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. I hope she sticks around. Um, Crystal, of course. It's Crystal. It's Crystal. I told you. Um, I went to a showgirl's place, but um, you know, there's lots of others. She had she had the first kind of memorable uh, tagline. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's body dysmorphia. I loved um, it. That's you I know, did, it yeah, was that kind yeah. of note that like Katya hit, like in you know All Stars two or even season seven, uh, when I because it reminds me of the Meet the Queens when. Um, I think Katya does like, come on, muscular dystrophy. Let's get <laughs> sickening. And it's just like, that's so fucked up. But I love it because that's so yeah. fucked. It's so like, okay, yeah, come on, muscular dystrophy. Yeah, come on, muscular dystrophy. You know, I'm surprised she was safe. Uh, she had some of the strongest looks, in my opinion, on the runway. So I was surprised that she wasn't at least like top three there. Um, she's from Canada. So I know that you're already like, I'm a you fan. Know, foaming at the mouth. Well, uh, you know, she's Canadian and she shows her chest hair. These are things I love that queens do. Oh, God, do. the chest hair. You yeah, know? The chest hair. I was like, okay, I get what you're doing. This East London drag. Yeah, Brooklyn drag. It's good. Yeah. Um, I'm excited yeah. by her. I think uh, it's a different perspective. I think, you know, that that point of view, I think, you know, the example of them kind of talking about the royal family and her chiming in and just saying, well, I think it's all kind of bullshit. I That's... I hope that she continues to kind of bring that alternative perspective. You know, like when she said going home first is kind of punk rock. I was yeah, like, I love that. Oh, yeah. okay. I love that. I'm into that. Like, look at Pork Chop, right? You know, first yeah, to go home first right. season. Yeah. Um, Not always a bad thing. It's about no. what you make of it, right? It's like, maybe, like, in future, you know, uh, finales of Drag Race UK, like, RuPaul be like, hey, Gothy Kendall, rawr, right. you know, and, like, right, do a little right, roar, right. you know? Yeah, maybe. You know, if we're lucky, if she even remembers. I but mean... Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I I'm being very generous. Yeah. Um. So let's move to the the, the robbed queen of this episode, uh, something Wong. She, uh, I I I still cannot believe that she didn't win this challenge. But um, you know, I I yeah, I I can't even say well I get it because I don't know why she didn't win the 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 main challenge. I don't. She um, her. Yeah. It was amazing. Her I look agree. was amazing. I agree. When she came out as that stamp, I mean, even the first one was great, of course, but like when she came out as a stamp, I was like, oh, you, you bitch. I love this. You know, like yeah. it was just, yeah. and you know, I appreciated, I, I wasn't sure what to think with her coming in, but when she kind of talked about the origin of her name and she said, and for people who feel like, you know, my name is kind of racist. And then she's like, you know, uh, me so sorry. I was like, oh my God, you like, I kind of, I don't know, I love the fuck you-ness of it. I loved her just being like, I'm not doing that. Like, yeah, right, right. a drag I mean, queen's name can be offensive. That's kind of the nature of the beast. I feel like it's not even supposed to be offensive because it's just bringing up the racial microaggression, right? Well, and I think so that's like it, people who don't know that. It's not supposed to offend. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I think exactly. a lot of people don't realize that and they just think, oh, she's just doing, you know, some kind of, uh, you know, whatever yellow face yellow face exactly exactly but it's like well she is asian 
Well, and I mean, uh, the, the thing is, is, like, imagine being Asian from Birmingham, right? Like, there, she's going to be othered and then be gay, right? It's yeah. like, and then be a drag queen. It's like, okay, I think we can allow her to explore microaggressions, right? Yeah, and fat so feminine. Yeah, you know? yeah. She's using that name. Um, I. Her her opening line was, "Did somebody order delivery? Because I'm about to take away the crown." Um, a, another Britishism, and I know this might not seem like a big Britishism, but to me, it's still a Britishism. Uh, takeaway, uh, takeaway is, is, is yeah, it's delivery. Yeah, yeah, takeaway. Oh yeah, yeah she's just um, she's gonna get a get a, a pop in for a bit of takeaway, you know. Um, and on your next watch, Mary's and Colin, please, after something Wong sits down at the table, there's this really adorable moment where she goes, oh, I feel like a ravishing young woman. And oh, she kinda, like, yes. Shakes her boobs. <laughs> I noticed that moment. That was great. That was that was really good. I liked her. I think that she was really kind of the dark horse of this episode. Why? Why do you think dark horse? Because she came out as a bull? <laughs> Spare me this BS. Um, <laughs> uh, let's steer oh, away the from these puns. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't have a cow, Mary. <laughs> honk, honk. I'm leaning on the horn. <laughs> Get oh, out of the way. <laughs> I'm like a bow in a vagina shop here. <laughs> Put a ring in it. Um, <laughs> really? Uh, it'll improve your diction. What is it? <laughs> no. Uh, put a cork in it. No, really. No, really. Put a cork in it. <laughs> It'll do wonders, <laughs> wonders for your diction. For your <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, that that bull look. Oh my god. Yeah. I just I, I kept a grade A. That's all. Yeah, I have oh to say she, about oh that. yeah. She was giving me wagyu baby. <laughs> <laughs> Not to oh, confuse with drag you. Helped a I lot of people. Wanted, <laughs> saved a lot of lives. <laughs> a lot, saved a lot of lives. Um, I wanted to just you know run with her. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, hold the red cape in front of her. Uh, sure. Throw flowers at her. Uh, anyway, yeah, something Wong robbed this episode. Also, I love that Gored this episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, yes. Um, she. Well, you know what? I'll say this, Mary. She has my stamp of approval. Will you let her know? <laughs> <laughs> Lick me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, I, I thought she was great. I'm really excited about her. I, um, equally in terms of like, I can't believe she wasn't getting praised up and down is, I guess it was it blue who did that coin look. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes, it was blue. Uh, let me see. Let me find that part. Uh, yeah, she, that was when she came out and then did that turn. I mean, it was so reminiscent of like some of the, the, wow moments that we saw from like Evie Oddly. You know, I'm thinking yes. of the finale, you know, of just like, yes. oh, whoa, you just changed my whole perspective. Yeah, and you know, it wasn't even just the the bust of her look, which was ingenious, but she didn't have a look to go off of mm-hmm. for her, the dress. Yeah, yeah. And what she created was gorgeous. It was this like copper, huge skirt, 
I was just like, this is expensive, even though you're two pe- two pounds or two t- tuppence. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're, a, you're so just a, good. You're six pence, none the richer. You know? Yes. Yes. Kiss me. Yeah. Lick um, me. Yeah. <laughs> lick me. Yeah. There you go, Mary. Um, yeah. I was I was super super impressed with that. That look along with. Um, uh, something Wong's was yeah it, it, was, it was so good I mean there were some really great looks here uh, especially in the safe queens like a scaredy cats hippy dippy look I was like oh my god I love this well I think just like overall let's just like pause for a second because uh, my opinion scaredy cat is oh the queen shit. to be yes she yes. is I mean I don't think she's actually the youngest because, uh, queen ever be on Drag Race because I think Morgan on Drag Race debut season was younger. Oh, she was eighteen. She was eighteen, yes. and then yes. she got that diarrhea. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, she eighteen, eighteen. <laughs> um, all right, so you know, I, we should make sure that we we point that out. Yeah, when people, you know, be that guy. Be, be like, that actually guy. Drag Race Thailand, which I know you don't watch. Yeah, um, which I know you don't watch. <laughs> Because subtitles. Well, guess what? I watched Drag Race UK with subtitles, and I live to tell the tale. Um, yeah, exactly. I had to. I had to put on the subtitles for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, Especially but, when back. No, bag of chips walked in. I'm like, okay, subtitles. <laughs> yeah, because all I heard was ruffles, baby. <laughs> Like, do they have ridges? I can put on the oh subtitles. God, I was I was not wise, no. if you will. Um, yeah. <laughs> Once she popped, I just couldn't stop, you know, <laughs> trying to follow what she was saying. So I put on the subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, crumbles. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> um, greasy crumbles. All right, go ahead. Uh, so sorry, sorry. So scaredy cat. Do you just want to uh, yeah. lay back and let her do all the work? <laughs> yes, exactly. A, it's a chip uh, reference. Bag of chips. Yeah. Bag of chips. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought she was the youngest contestant ever. I mean, maybe she has the the shortest career. Maybe not. I, she, she claims 11 months. I think, uh, what's her face? Um, Morrigan? No. Um, uh, can I, I'd like to oh, keep Shangela? it on, please. Valentina. Oh, no, Valentina. Valentina. Valentina had the shortest career of like 10 but yeah, I guess Shangela too. So you know, who knows? But um, yeah, I I thought I was gagged that she wasn't gay, had a girlfriend. Um, yeah, I I was like, whoa. And then dating an AFAB queen, I was like, okay, girl, all right. And I think you know, yes, tell me and, that drags together, stay together. Yeah, right? yes, and all of that. I think the nuances of her drag and just like the fact that she's never really seen a drag show she's never really performed like this is all something that she's created in her little you know middle of nowhere hamlet that like this is what she's coming up with i think that in a lot of ways what it's reading like right now is like do you not even realize how genius this is like are you just kind of like you're just doing what feels good versus like this well thought out articulated thing are you just is this just what's naturally coming out or do you have blueprints? You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, that's the, that's the one thing that I find kind of inconsistent because if you're dating another drag queen, like you have to have seen other people perform, right? Do you videotape yourself? Like there has to be some sort of awareness. So maybe you haven't been out to the club. I think to, that's to what see it a is. show. Yeah. But like you've seen performances. You've seen it on YouTube. Like you've seen this, Mary. You've done this. You've done it in mm-hmm. your bedroom. Maybe you did it at a party. Like I, I feel like there's 
there's room that that we're not seeing here. Um, oh, certainly. I mean, I think this is not. I think yeah, she's probably maybe never been to a bar and seen a, dra- a drag queen perform live, and that makes sense. But I think well, she's obviously seen Drag Race. She obviously has YouTube and Instagram, and I think it'll be interesting to watch her on the show because it's like this this generation of queens and of people who have had so many more opportunities to be exposed to drag that don't require being, you know, in the back of a bar at 12 a.m. So, like, while that there's a validity certainly to that in terms of, like, the work of drag, I think all of the artistry or, like, the the influences you can take on and, and put into drag, I think there's a much larger palette on the Internet. And so... It's, oh, e- it's easy to read those queens, but like they're in some ways like like they have the opportunity to have even greater references than like your standard, you know, uh, you know, bar queen, you know. Uh, well, I will say, uh, you know, echoing back to DDC, just this idea of new school versus old school uh, is very reminiscent of season seven. Um, and uh, past seasons of Drag Race where they have this discussion of, you know, a queen that comes up in a bar versus a queen that comes up on the Internet and on Instagram. I, I will be curious to see what Scaredy is able to do, because my type of drag, I'm, I'm more leaning towards old school drag because, yeah, I want you to entertain me. I want I want a Jasmine Masters in my living room. Right. Um, I I. I'm more interested in what you do rather than what you look like. Granted, I am very compelled by what Scaredy looks like. I, it's this cross between Sharon Needles, Kimchi, and Trixie Mattel. But like, there's that that will only go so far because I can. I once I look at you, then that will start the shock and awe will start to fade. Uh, so I need you to keep performing for me. Does that make sense? Yeah, I just I I do think that there is. I mean, we haven't. We'll see it next week, but. I feel like there is something underneath. There's like an energy underneath. Like when she was on stage and like the hippie look and when she was the baby on stage, she was performing. I mean, yeah, right, she right. was not out there just walking a look the way Cheryl Hole was. Like she was uh, Cheryl Hole, you know? Uh, <laughs> where have all the drag queens gone? But, you know, uh, where have all the purses gone? You know what I mean? Oh, seriously, Mary. <laughs> but, you know, she was definitely doing a fully realized character that doesn't necessarily mean that she'll be great in a in a filmed you know sketch or whatever but it, do, it does tell me that she's more than a gothy ken doll oh i agreed yeah, yeah definitely more i mean there was a clear difference between gothy and scarity even when scarity was like yeah i'm 19 i'm gothy and i'm scarity <laughs> god these names and i'm uh, the vivian <laughs> And I'm still big red. Sorry, that's a yeah, that's a, um, a cheerleading reference. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, is that is that a bring it on reference? Yes, it is, Mary. Thank you. Well, thanks yeah. for bringing it on. Joke. Bringing it on. Yeah. Um, I didn't really know uh, that movie that well. Oh my God, that's we. You know, that's like a spring matron episode. Uh, Liza Dukeshu in that movie is brilliant. You are gonna love Gabrielle Union. You're gonna love Kirsten Dunst and how terrible she is, and then the cutie little brother. He's so cute. So, I've seen bits and pieces. Um, I feel like there's a hot dad, maybe. 
Um, yes. You know, and the bar is low for hot when it comes to dads, you know? Right, like, exactly. If you have an absent father, pretty much any dad will do, you know? Yeah, it's like, okay, great. Thanks for picking me up. Yeah, yeah exactly. oh, wow, um, you know? Yeah, there's like a whole gay storyline. Like, it's good. It's good. Oh, the gay uh, guy. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Big oh, yeah. muscle guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, okay, so let's. Uh, so Vinegar Strokes, we kind of discussed her. Uh, she was in. Everybody's talking about uh, Jamie. I feel like because Vinegar is a, an actor or a drag actor, uh, they will keep them longer. But you know, this episode, the looks. I was like, well, maybe circling the drain because of the looks, but prove they could perform. So yeah, uh, that's well, half the battle. I feel like next week again, it being a performance challenge. I think you know. That's kind of her moment. I feel like I, I predict the storyline of like, oh, I need to prove myself and why I'm mm-hmm. here and why I'm amazing and this is my moment. So, yeah. and she's mommy drag, which I loved her, that oh. moment between her and Scaredy Cat. I was like, okay, this is cute. That was Keep really her sweet. around. Yeah. Keep her around. Miss Congeniality, right? There's always room for a mom in the room. Yes. Right. Um, the other front runner, as I mentioned before, was next was the Vivian. Um, I can't believe she's 26. Yeah. Uh, I bet she just, her energy reads a little older not that she looks older but her energy reads older right i'm 26 yeah i'm 26 she of doesn't course, of course yeah I have that gift saved yeah <laughs> i'm 26 oh my god isn't it crazy like the things from past seasons that we just queen uh, the fuck out on and it's like oh yeah yes. i forgot i used to love that yeah uh, 26 I'm 26 okay you're 26 okay you're 26. yeah um <laughs> but i uh yeah i was very surprised that that was uh her age she reads older she feels like her energy is an older energy um but you know she has like a vague like she looks she has like similar facial features to charlie hyde's uh out of yeah, drag I, out of drag I, 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 yeah that's not i can't i can't clock that i can't clock that i don't know uh i can't really i don't see it sorry oh, Mary. well you know white they people. don't all look the same yeah way. white people what can i say <laughs> British white guys, people. yeah. White people, white yeah. people. Why? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So th- that's that's this kind of new batch of queens. There's ten of them, just the ten of us. Uh, now nine. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's it's super cool that you know there's ten. We don't have to go through fourteen queens. Yeah. Um, I... I'm kind of excited for this. You know, eight eight episode uh, stint. Um, what what I also found interesting were, were the prizes, Mary. Did you hear about the prizes? Well, I was just going to mention, I believe the prize for this episode was a pin. And then yes. I think the prize for the season is uh, a WoW Presents digital series. So you get to come all the way to the studio in Hollywood, come down to the basement, um, <laughs> and just... Stand keep, in front of a green screen. Yeah, the yeah. sub-basement. In oh, a Volvo. In a Volvo. <laughs> To put some damn food on the table. <laughs> I can't believe there's no cash prize, Mary. I know, I know. It's just like I can't believe that. That seems kind of like yeah. What? What? Yeah. What? Nary a quid in sight. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like they're just Oliver. It, what? What an Oliver twist, you know? Please, yes. sir, can I have some more? You know? Yeah, it's like oh, y'all wanted an Oliver twist, yeah. Right? <laughs> Come on, not getting paid. Yeah. Let's get not paid. Yeah, right. Come on, volunteer opportunity for exposure. Yeah, right. Exactly. I want, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that they are getting paid very yeah. little to I'm, do this this series. But uh, the, 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 oh, man, 
the exposure alone is huge. Yeah. Huge. I wouldn't have known who any of these queens were, except for maybe no the Vivian, way. because she was the ambassador. But I kind of only remembered that in passing, and it was this thing that there was like a minute and 13 second video on YouTube of the Vivian walking down the runway. No one else is there. Rue's not there. Sarge probably isn't even there. And it's just like, and I'm the ambassador. And then it was just like, oh. um, and then it just cuts that little tag at the end of RuPaul saying like, go ahead, watch another. It's called binge watching. Oh, right. Yes. I hate that. Doing her <laughs> Faye Dunaway realness. Ugh. Right, right. Faye Dunaway. Um, yeah, I was just, I was surprised. Uh, th- that World of Wonder show, I mean, that's something many of the U.S. contestants get just for being on the show. Yeah. So it, it, I was like, this is some budget. I'm like, okay, they're not even, they're getting a pin. Like, a, a girl. Dragula gave them a vacation, like yeah. before, just for picking the right, you know, button. Exactly. Yeah. Times is hard. And, uh, times is hard. Times is hard. Times yeah. Times is hard. The worst queens this, in London. The, yeah. No, no. The worst, pr- the worst prize. The in worst London. prize in London. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's really good. The worst prize in London. Oh, God. By the sea, Mr. Todd. <laughs> Um, anyway, God, that's good. Okay, uh, let's do, let's, uh, we also have the Brit crew, uh, two members. Yeah. Hopefully there's more. Um, hopefully there's more chest hair. I think only one of them had chest hair. Yeah, I barely. appreciated that. Yeah, I appreciate um, that. And uh, I don't know, do you want to talk about some highlights from the mini challenge? Um, I mean, I think there, I think the moment I just remembered earlier was when, when, I think somebody says something really filthy, and then RuPaul says, "You're watching the BBC." Oh God, I love that. You know, it's um, it was was it Crystal? No, uh, the one who who poops out her head. That was Scaredy uh, Cat. Oh, that was Scaredy Cat. Yeah, she goes, uh, "I think I've just shit myself," and yeah. then RuPaul goes, "You're watching." The BBC. BBC. I, RuPaul had such a fun time with all the cat puns. Like, yeah. oh, cat, cat loves a box. You know. Um, yeah. It, it was. She was having a good time with her. Um, yeah, I think honestly, for me, the biggest highlight of the mini challenge was, <clears throat> excuse me, was RuPaul and just uh, how much fun he was having and just how light it was. And I think that seeing that, like, oh, it does, it makes such a difference. Um, that when That's you ha- when you have that feeling that RuPaul's kind of just there as like a figurehead and less engaged it's like okay i get it we've talked about that ad nauseum but boy is it nice when you want to be there you know yeah because i think that also gives the queens more energy to work off of right if you want Mm -hmm. them to be successful then help them be successful right right you and i both know yeah um yeah it's like they're not they're not as intimidated and they're able to just like have some fun Right. And I mean, obviously, RuPaul did that in season 10 with the like mask drag uh, mini challenge. And, sure. And sure. Uh, with she, season 11. It comes out. It comes. It depends on how much espresso she's had. Right. Yes. Yes. I guess that's true. Is she does love her espresso. espresso. I hate when people say espresso. Oh, my God. Oh, you would have died. I was at work. Uh, I was uh, on campus at NYU on Wednesday and uh, I got up to the counter and the guy behind the counter was like oh sorry we don't have any espresso and I was like okay he said espresso like oh you don't have any espresso okay well then I'll just get this water whatever I got Um, and then um, I was sitting in the little area just doing my work and every three minutes he yelled to the line just so everybody knows 
Our espresso machine is down. We have no espresso. And I was like, are you are you doing this just to bother everybody? Right. <laughs> are you expressoing yourself? What's happening? My mom calls it espresso. Of course so, she does. Um, course yeah, of she course does. she does. She's, you know, she's basically from Long Island, even though she's from Flatbush. Yeah. Flatbush Debbie. Flatbush Debbie, yeah. Um, so uh, I just want to talk about some of my the, the quotes that I love from this mini challenge. Uh, Bag of Chips saying, oh, my tuppence is on the show. Feed the birds. I, I laughed out loud for sure. Uh, you know what that reference is, right? Is that a Mary Poppins reference? Oh, good for you, oh, Mary. Oh, thank God. I'm glad you know it. I was I'm like, you know I was between the trapezes there for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, then there's, uh, uh, oh, 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 um, yeah, Scaredy Cat, you're watching the BBC. Um, yeah. I also, a, a highlight was also seeing a nipple on TV. We saw something Wong's nipple. That's Did true. You that? Oh, I, of course I noticed that because it wasn't, because I saw it. It wasn't blurred out. Right. Uh, yeah. I wonder I, if they're going to do that on Logo. That's a great question. That is yeah, a really be interesting good thing to see. Yeah. The fact that it'll it wasn't blurred. Well, no, that's a great question. Yeah, I don't know. Um, because when it well, airs Mary's, on TV. Yeah. yeah, Mary's. If you're listening to this, you you know, on a free skate, Mary, you you know, well, I, I watched it on Logo and they didn't know at this time. Um, so, yeah, we didn't know. We didn't but know. Soon we will. Yeah. We, we would we would be wrong. Yeah. Um, we were wrong. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, I did love this banter between something and her when uh, she's like, uh, I'm guessing you're not lactose intolerant. And then something had the great line of, well, people will be after they see that. So, yeah. Uh, I thought that was adorable. Um, yeah. And then just the way that she interacts with the Vivian again, it was just this like, keep going, keep going, keep making me laugh, make me fucking laugh. Make Vivian. me fucking laugh. <laughs> make me laugh. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Come on, make me fucking laugh. Wanna laugh. <laughs> just, just make me fucking laugh. Just make it fucking funny. Make it fucking funny. Make, make me fucking laugh. <laughs> fucking laugh. Oh God, we need to put that out of tope. Make, uh, me, make me fucking, fucking laugh. laugh. Yeah. Um so yes, uh I also, again, RuPaul doing it's as if RuPaul has listened to our show, but or at least the producers, because we love. Wait a minute. Yes. Oh and yeah. And we gotta. And may the best woman wait. Wait. You know what to be, to wait be honest a with you. I thought that she was gonna say, "And may the best performer win," but that that's not what happened. No. Or the best human. That's not what happened. No, no, no. No. Still, it's still a woman show. Um. Yeah. Wait. And then you know they have to create a second look. But I do love that like acting. RuPaul acting. Mm -hmm. oh, it's so good. Oh, I know. I know. It's so I, – I, and I like when he does that because it's like he's, you know, it's like he's balancing on, on like a skateboard. He's like, wait a minute, you know. <laughs> Watch out. I can't stop this thing, you know. Um, <laughs> but it, I guess I thought for the wait a minute that there would be a bigger twist. You know, like last time he did Same. it, it was Cynthia Lee Fontaine. This time it was just like, oh, you're going to do a second look that you brought. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that you yeah. already knew about because I asked you to bring it. Yeah, right. You already knew about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I will say watching RuPaul have fun in the UK is great. And I think I, th I think it's all good. I think 
you know, Delta work is no longer doing her hair, so she doesn't have to deal with Delta first thing in the morning. Maybe that has something to do with it. Delta Dawn, you know. Uh, um, I, I don't don't get me wrong. I love Delta, please. Uh, and I think it sucks that she was fired. But like, again, I'm talking about habits. There's this habit that you get into. It's like when you go into work and you've been there for three years and you're just used to not saying hi to the cubicle to your right. Like, it just becomes a habit. It's hard to break out of it. And I feel like RuPaul being in a new space with a new team might help her feel a little, you know, excited. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, like, Drag Race UK is really an opportunity to do things a little differently um, or, you know, to kind of be the RuPaul having fun or the yeah, one who's more or bring involved. The, yeah, bring the punk back into the show because I think it's just become so glamazon and it's like, actually, we're doing a lot more here. Like, we can make you fucking laugh. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, and I guess part of that is is because there are traditions in British drag that are more, that lean more towards, yes. you know, performance and being funny and putting on a show and not so much about the look and so i think that yeah when you start to source queens from a different you know drag aesthetic or a different drag point of view panto drag is so fucking funny and irreverent and offensive like it is everything and we they've had decades of it that Mm -hmm. we haven't had in the states so yeah it'll i'm you know it'll be interesting if the show progresses uh and goes goes to that place like if, if American audiences can handle it. I, you know, I think it would be silly. Like, having having watched the first episode and really enjoyed it, and I had, I really just, like, had a great time, really enjoyed all these queens. Like, just similar to Drag Race Thailand, I just had a really good time that I feel like, why deny yourself, Americans? Why yeah. deny yourself? Uh, this is great. I mean, like, also... There's going to be Drag Race Australia, Drag Race Canada. Like, it is – there's so much drag out there that, you know, like, if you're sick of the original RuPaul's Drag Race, I think all of these other international alternatives are kind of um, the perfect antidote because you still get to have this fun drag TV show and you still get to meet all these really cool new queer artists and these stories and and this artistry that they bring onto TV, but maybe some of the elements that have become present in the original iteration of the show don't show up in these other iterations. And like, you know, like Drag Race Thailand. I feel like some of the things that I've kind of bristled against with RuPaul's Drag Race don't show up at all in Drag Race Thailand. And conversely, some of the things that I fucking love about Drag Race Thailand aren't really in play on RuPaul's Drag Race. So it... Like, there's a lot of benefit to checking out the other seasons because you might find a variation of all this that's, like, way more your speed. And, you know, and I think using the word seasons uh, makes me think about seasonal food, right? Like, Mm -hmm. there are some – like, you go to a restaurant that has a seasonal menu. It's like, yeah, you might miss the – you know, the, the 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 berries in all of the summer dishes. But, you know, in the winter, you get all of these great gourds and great squashes. And you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you get you you get a different flavor. And I feel like with the different types of drag shows happening, it's like, yeah, you can be into this when it's happening and miss what's happening on Dragula. But you're going to get Dragula in three months, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And I think it's like the fact that right now, we have extremes from Dragula to Drag Race UK to, you know, season 12 coming back or All-Stars 5 or whatever comes back first. Um, you know, and these other, you know, I'm, I think we had heard 
potential rumors that Drag Race Thailand might um, uh, go away, might not yeah. continue. I don't want to think Ugh. about that. Uh, but if all we get are those first two seasons, I mean, helped a lot of lives, saved a lot of lives, saved helped a lot, a lot of people. people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, it's just so crazy that, like, we went from, like, little old season one of Drag Race just, like, popping out on VH1 to just, like, oh, you have all different flavors of drag that you could watch mm-hmm. on TV right now. Yeah. Yeah. And on YouTube and World of Wonder. Yeah. Presents Plus. I mean, it's it's all there. Uh, thank God. Drag Race Thailand season two is on Wild Presents Plus. It's like it took you long enough, but like, like, thank God it's there, right? Like, let's keep it. Let's let's find a way to make it as popular as Drag Race UK. I mean, I can't help but notice the the difference between Drag Race UK and Drag Race Thailand. I mean, RuPaul is completely involved, mm-hmm. and then you have Drag Race Thailand where it's like, okay, that's just kind of it's very far orbit. Um, who knows if that has anything to do with you know, racial issues or language barriers and stuff like that. Uh, it just might be easier to do things in the UK because of language. Um, who knows? But uh, it, having RuPaul have more of a presence with Drag Race Thailand would certainly help that, that I mean, franchise. Part of that might also be like Drag Race Thailand, like their filming schedule is like really long. It's like such a commitment to oh, have to sure. be there. Right, because they have jobs. Yeah, and so I think that's the other element is just like, you know, they probably filmed Drag Race UK in a handful of weeks, you know? Right, right. Um, so the runway, I, we don't have much to talk about this episode, but I just wanted to mention, you know, RuPaul's Zaldi dress with those bitchy shoulders. I uh, loved that it. neon. I did love it, too. I, I, I can't say that I am someone that notices RuPaul's, quote unquote, bad wigs and bad make. I just don't necessarily notice it like other people. So to me, I'm like, okay, this this new hair and makeup team, they, they did great. I just don't notice the difference. Yeah, um, I, I thought she looked great. I, you know, when she first came out and she's in silhouette, it was like, oh, yeah, I do love this part. We're about to see what RuPaul's wearing in the episode. I, yeah. It right. is, that's like, it is a really, it's a great little, it's a great little moment every, every episode. And I think maybe because it is such a featured moment is that people get really nitpicky about it. And because mm. there is so much build up to like, oh, what's RuPaul going to wear this week? Yeah. That, her show. Yeah, and yeah. like people, you know, they're more prone to find things to, you know, pick at and make fun of than they are to like celebrate. Like that's just nature of the beast. Yeah. Nature of nature, social media, you know. Nature of social media, exactly. Everybody's an expert now on drag looks. Well, right? yeah. They've watched so many Cosmo videos. I it's right, just exactly. kind of like like all right, like what what negative thing do you have to say? Say mm-hmm. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh people are allowed to have opinions and things. It's just like, I don't know. Uh, RuPaul never really did her own makeup. So what? Uh, Yeah. You know what? So what? (laughs) It's just like, so what? Who cares? So what? So she didn't Um, do her own makeup, but she did also make all of this happen. So like, yeah, I'm going to like maybe forgive that. Right. Right. Uh, There's a different type of drag that RuPaul used to do. Uh, so respect that part of, of you mean drag. like Res- combat boots, smeared, <laughs> smeared lipstick, ma- smeared lipstick. I just yeah. did the arm across the left, yeah, just so I know you know. You did. Yeah. I know you did. Um, so uh, on the runway, you know, there were a lot of looks. Twenty fucking looks. I don't. Th- Twenty fucking looks. Yeah. Um, I don't think we need to go through every single one, but maybe talk about like uh, you know your favorites. Anybody that might have been robbed. Anybody that you're like, oh, they should have been on the bottom. Um, I will say one of my favorite moments was when 
uh, Andrew Garfield said, "Damn, Helen Mirren." Oh yeah, he was really going for it. He was like, "I'm I'm gonna lean into this guest spot appearance, and I'm yeah. gonna bring the puns. I'm gonna yeah. bring the vaguely sexual references to laying back." I saw a yes. lot of like arms crossed be- behind his mm-hmm. head, and like you mm-hmm. know, work on that shaft, baby, realness. Yeah, uh, I you know, and I also lick the balls. Yeah, 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 don't ignore the balls. Yeah, Andrew yeah. Garfield, don't ignore the balls. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't know uh, why. Everything he says now is as the character in Angels in America. Yes, yeah. right. right um, prior. <laughs> prior, yeah. Uh, but I, I also kind of liked, um, kind of, I know this is jumping away from the looks, but I think just to talk about Andrew Garfield for a second, um, I like that sort of like, you know, use your nerves as a tailwind moment. I, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was I thought a cute that was little, great. It was I, cute little advice. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was here for that too. But, um, in terms of queens, I mean, honestly, I I think Scaredy Cat. I would have liked to hear her talk about her look and hear the judges' response to it. Um, and oh, it was like totally. It was like Joanna Newsom drag. Yeah, Kate that's what Bush. I was thinking. Yeah, I, I was getting like Grizabella from Cats. I was like, this is great. And yeah. then with the with the baby queen drag. It was very Aquaria on the Bossy Rossi show. Yeah. I know we're not supposed to compare queens. Well, Sorry. we've done it all episode. So. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I got. I It was, uh, God, she she certainly made a mark this episode. Yeah. For being um, the youngest queen of the season. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think, oh, someone is trying to call me right now, but I am recording a podcast. Um but yeah, I also think, and I talked about this before, but I think Blue Hydrangea's, you know, coin look was just Ugh. genius. And I would have loved to see that. I think in terms of who I'm like, it's funny, it's kind of like the season's queens, like Cheryl Cole and Bag of Chips and Vinegar Strokes. You know, it's interesting that they've, they all kind of missed the mark this week. I uh, wait. Did you you didn't include Crystal in that? Okay, good. No, no, no you said Bag of Chips, right? Bag of Chips. Bag of Chips, not Bag of Crystal. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I guess she, I don't. I don't know if Bag of Chips really missed the mark for me. I thought the Amy Winehouse was great. Hey, Valerie, I, I, I thought it was really, really good. And then I don't care that she looked seventy. It, it was, it was inspired by that look. I'm like, yeah, Bag of Chips is always gonna kind of do old woman drag. I'm like, that's what I want. I thought she kind of looked like Muriel's mother at the wedding in Muriel's wedding. Oh, oh, Mary, don't even talk about that She's giving me Betty Heslop Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Don't even talk. That scene. Ugh. Ugh. Fuck you. I know. Um, (laughs) um, I I loved Crystal. I thought Crystal's three-day bender dress was fabulous with the pearl beaded hair. Uh, And then even the military riding outfit was like very madonna there was there was a lot in that look. I was like, okay, girl, I I want to see what else you do. Yeah. Um, and we but we can't go any further. I guess the other kind of standout moment because I talked about uh, DDC with the uh, the green dress with the trumpets. Um, we can't go another minute without talking about the Vivian. Um, both of these looks, the first one, the Pete Burns look. I mean, that was uncanny, actually. Do you know who Pete Burns is? Yeah, from Dead or Alive. Yeah, yeah. I um, I just cannot believe she had the gall to not wear high heels. <laughs> now let's talk about this because I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I I can't stand this. Like, I'm so mad at you for wearing flats. If we're accepting hairy chests 
and flat chests in drag. We can accept flats in drag. Please. Like, can we move on from this? Women don't need to be in high heels. Like, we need to move on from this. I agree, and I think that Alan Carr's point of view of, like, I hear what you're saying, but I thought it would, you know, she was doing Pete Burns, and Pete Burns wears, you know, this is what uh, he would be wearing. Like, it was accurate. And at the same time, like, the queen in those wellies, it's like, well, what did you expect her to do? Like, this is the look. Um, but, like, beyond that, I just, I I didn't even notice she wasn't wearing heels. I, I didn't know. notice that as, like, a glaring issue. It was just like, well, yeah, the look wouldn't call for it. It just seems like if we're going to evolve on other things, it's like, great, let's let's keep doing that. Like, yeah. girl, like, look, com- Michelle and judges come up with something else to critique here because uh, th- there's plenty of things. I will say this. I, uh, the Vivian, she gagged me the first time with Pete Burns, but she gagged me. She came out looking like Streganona girl. Like, was that not Streganona to you? I don't know who that is. Oh, no. Colin, you have to look up Streganona All immediately. Right. All right, hold on. <laughs> Let me get one of these. Let me get one of these devices up. How do I sm- Streganona? Yeah, S T R E G A space N O N A. Oh, my hands are shaking. I feel like I'm on the Great British Bake Off. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. It's. I mean, with the nose and the head wrap. It's oh, it's just a like... children's book. Oh, look at her. Her, her face. <laughs> She's great. She looks like a croissant in a bonnet. Yeah. <laughs> that was her look for me. I. She charmed me. Vivian really charmed me with both of these looks. Um, and I think also the gag of Michelle saying that she had prosthetics on and then the rest of the episode yeah. like just getting shit on for mm-hmm. it. I, I I was here for it. Like she was just trying to backpedal and just just like trying her best to be like, oh no, 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 it's the genius of makeup. No mm-hmm. I was like, oh God. And the editors are just leaning in on this fuck up that she made. <laughs> now trivia, do you remember the last time she did this? About prosthetics? About when the same she did this she had the same gaff uh, in an earlier no. season of Drag Race. No, tell oh. me. Uh, and who knows if this is foreshadowing? But in probably the second episode uh, of the season, she said the same thing to Jinx Monsoon. Oh, that she had prosthetics about, on. about her wearing like this fake nose. You're wearing like a fake nose. She's like, no, it's this is my nose. Oh wow, that's a that's great. We got to put that clip together. Yeah. So yeah, Michelle is just like she she thinks she's a real nose at all, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she knows nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she's snot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I smell a rat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she thinks she's a Heather, but she's a total booger. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we love Michelle. Of we course. love Michelle. Of course, of course. Um, but it's just funny that the editors are just like, "Nope, we're gonna we're gonna keep all of this in." Mm-hmm. Um, and even Alan Carr is like, "Oh, give it up, Michelle." I love that. I love that. I I think that They're like giving her such a hard time. <laughs> no, I want to just also mention Alan Carr, who I knew the name. I was like vaguely familiar that he was like a British TV person, uh, but that's about as much as I knew. He is giving me everything I need on the judges panel the way that Ross Matthews would. It's like, oh, I love this. I love it's not the same energy as Ross, but it's doing the same thing for me. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, so I didn't get that from this episode, but I'm excited for Alan Carr, more of Alan Carr after listening to What's the Tea? Because I was like, oh, you are you are a wild personality. Yeah, uh, I haven't finished that episode. I'm I'm still in the like self-help, you know, portion oh, of the sure. episode. I'm loving sure. it. It is good. No, no, that self-help part is is great. I do love all that. Uh, self-help slash like the difference between millennials now, like that that whole thing. Sure, uh, that, that too. Do. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Colin, you know, uh, the only thing left I have is untucked. I just got to say, I hope that every untucked they just make each other cry. Uh, I think that's that's all I want from mm-hmm. these little backstage moments. I don't need any fighting. I. Just make each other cry. <laughs> yeah. Just make me fucking cry. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I want to know, who does the BSA go to this week, in your opinion? Because well, I have a I have a very strong opinion. I mean, I know that this is, I mean, listen, uh, this week, I did give it to Alan Carr. Really? Yeah. There, I think the teabagging joke, I think that the alternate perspective, the way he kind of like, you know, uh, poked at Michelle, like I just, I think it to me, that was the biggest revelation of like, oh, I, di- I wasn't even planning for this. I was keeping my eye on the Queens and I'm going to get you every week and I'm going to mm. get this every week. And it just, he was hitting a note for me that I was like, oh, I'm excited by you. And so to me, that's like, especially in the first episode, that's who gets a BSA is like the one who I'm like, ooh, ooh, I'm excited about you. Who are you? Um, okay. All right. I mean, I uh, nominated uh, was Vinegar Strokes. You sure. worked so hard to get here. Um, you know, and throughout the episode had, you know, consistent kind of moments where I was like, oh, I notice you. Um, but for me, the BSA, and I this is, again, it's more like a guest appearance, but I have to give it to Cheryl Hole when she found out she was safe. I was like, that moment is like Tyra Sanchez putting the veil on. I was like, I, I had to snap. Oh, I don't. And she just kind of like goes down to her, like uh, putting her hands on her knees. It was so over the top. And I was like, okay, Cheryl Hole, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get in that hole. All right, all right. I'm going to share it. Share that hole. It's all yours. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's all just, you know, dig in, baby. (laughs) Lap it up, baby. Lap it up. Lap it up. Um, So, Mary, that's our first episode of uh, Drag Race UK. Uh, God Save the Queen. I don't know what it's called. Uh, But if you have any thoughts on this episode, you can reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary or you can follow us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or you can uh, email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts on Drag Race UK. Obviously, if you are a UK person and want to do some translating, point out some nuances that you think we should know about, uh, we'd love to hear it. We might not get to respond to all of it because we're also doing Dragula, but please let us know um, so that we can, you know, be as fully informed going into the season as possible. Um, if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also. 
And you can find more of me on my podcast, In the Details, a celebration of nuance. My brand new podcast coming out October 9th or maybe out already, depending on when you're listening to this, the best supporting podcast. And of course, you can get more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker and Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And you can get more of both of us. And if you're listening to this right after the episode is aired in the UK, you are getting more of both of us at patreon.com backslash Mary. But if you want to get these episodes like a week earlier and a whole bunch of other bonus episodes, including All Right Scary this 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 month, patreon.com backslash All Right Mary. I mean, talk about the month to become a Matreon and then cancel after a month. I oh, mean, you're that's getting, a great idea to give everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying like 80 episodes, 80, you know, movies to choose from that we did, you know, reviews on or conversations about. And then you get Drag Race UK a week early. So I'm just saying. Also, if you just want to support the work that we're doing, the podcast that we're creating, we're we're putting out a lot of content and we just love people that just want to support. So even if you're not interested in getting extra episodes, but want to find a way to support us, you could become a matron for $5, $2, $10, whatever amount you can afford for however long as you need. Um, and that would be, we would be over the moon about it, Mary. So uh, thank you in advance. Uh, and thank you to those that are already Matreons. We mm -hmm. really appreciate it. Um, you're, gorgeous. you're gorgeous. You're gorgeous. And gorge. we'd be chuffed if you'd, if, you'd, if you'd join us. You're gorge. It's your lich yeah, tell gorge. Tell us the goss. Tell yeah. us the goss. Um, we'll be gutted without you. Gutted. <laughs> He's Jewish, isn't he? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the optics of it sounds... It, Without the context, Mary. I know, but you know, it's like, but I gave it, I gave it, and so if anyone's gonna listen at a context, right. um, he's Jewish. He's isn't Jewish, he? isn't he? <laughs> it's like, oh, he's uncut, or oh. he, or excuse me, he's cut. Yeah, he's cut. He's, he's got cut. a bris. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's he's oh, Jewish. Oh, yeah. Isn't he? I never buy gribbonus from the moil. It's so chewy. It's so chewy. Um, so we have a last chance of things sink this week, Colin. Why don't you introduce it? Well, it is, of course, this is a song that I have, I love this song. I just love this. Um, it is, isn't Cheryl Cole in this? I don't know. Somebody from the UK tell us, but it is, of course, Push the Button by Girls Aloud. Mm, push the Button. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I, I go to the color purple, but got it. it very similar, uh, very similar. Oh, Mary, I don't think that it is Girls Aloud. I think it's... The Sugar Babies. No, the Sugar Babies. I think people get them like confused all the time. Well, too late. You know, it's fine. We love Michelle. We love Michelle. Yeah, this one's um, for Michelle. Yeah, um, this one's for Michelle. Putting her nose in things she shouldn't have put it in. <laughs> Pushing all the buttons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, Marys. Well, uh, cheerio. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, governor. Hello. How are you? Cancel. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>